everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, November 20th. We are in the week of Thanksgiving. This is the most wonderful time of the year in my family. And today we're going to talk about the preciousness of others. What a great topic to take us into the holiday season. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know that I take questions over here at the podcast. I've been doing it for a really long time. I get questions every once in a while about uh, the topic of breastfeeding in public, and I typically don't address it on the podcast for a number of reasons, Um, but I got a great question uh, from a mom a couple of weeks ago, and she was asking about the rights of business owners, and I noticed the word that she asked, does he have a right? And I got to thinking, okay, now's time for me to address it because there's so much going on in the culture today about the rights of people. You are right to do this and my right to do that and our rights, we're offended about everything and so we're tearing down statues of people who fought in the Civil War and now the statue of Thomas Jefferson is up for debate and in the meantime, uh, we've got uh, people getting killed in churches. Uh, you know, obviously what happened in in, uh, in South Texas is a tragedy. And here we're arguing about things that have, that carry with them no eternal significance. But then I thought, wait a second, it's all, it all has eternal significance because it matters how we treat other people. It matters how we, uh, it matters. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll broach the subject, even though I know it's a little bit of a touchy subject, I'll broach it over at uh, my Facebook page at The Busy Mom. And, uh, and so I did, I said uh, that I had received, um, I received an email from a mom. Well, a message, I don't know where there's so many people message me on Instagram. They message me on Facebook and after a while I forget, I forget where they are. Um, but I said, a busy mom just asked me a loaded question about breastfeeding in public. And, uh, the question was, is it appropriate for business owners or anyone who's in charge of a public space to, uh, to expect moms to be discreet if they want to breastfeed in public. And I said, my answer is yes. And at the place where um, what, where I work, we have a wonderful room for nursing moms complete with bottled water and changing tables. And we welcome these moms. We're like, hey, we've got, we have actually gone out of our way to create a space just for you so that you'll feel comfortable there and you'll feel welcome and loved. And I am a huge proponent of breastfeeding. I just want to say that I've, I nursed all seven of my babies. Um, and I love the bond between a mother and her child. I love that God gave us the ability as women. We've talked about this on the podcast before. The, the, the fact that we as women get to carry a human life inside of us is precious, which is why I am so against abortion. Um, the life that we carry inside of us is precious. But I think our culture has forgotten the golden rule, which is to treat others as we would want to be treated. And not everyone feels comfortable around a woman with an exposed breast, even though she might be using it for nursing. And so I I continued in my post. I said, I always used a cover if my shirt would not yield uh, to my nursling. Or I looked for a nursing mom's room if I when I was breastfeeding. Not for me necessarily, but out of courtesy for others, because I recognize that sometimes it makes, actually often, it can make people feel uncomfortable, especially if my baby didn't like being under a cover or was fussy or had an ear infection or whatever. And, and let's face it, uh, this is the case. Um, and so I would find a private place to breastfeed because I knew I might be having a wrangling baby, you know, that either wanted to, or like, you know, uh, moms, you know, when they get to the age where they, any little noise and they like uh, unlatch and they want to see where the noise is coming from. So it's under the shirt and out of the shirt and under the shirt and out of the shirt. And so um, having breastfed seven babies, 
um, I feel like I can speak to this uh, pretty, uh, with a fair degree of confidence. (laughs) I also think it's important to say, uh, before I get to the larger issue, um, that breastfeeding was not easy for me. I struggled with, especially with my first four, um, I just struggled with all kinds of issues and it was painful and it was difficult. Um, but I stuck with it and ended up being able to breastfeed my kids, um, most of them until they were at least a year and sometimes over a year old. And so um, it was not, it was a struggle for me, but I felt it was worth it for many, many reasons. So I am a huge proponent of breastfeeding. I've helped my daughter uh, now with her two babies. And I think mom should be encouraged to breastfeed and we should encourage them whenever um, possible that this is a good thing for you and it's a good thing for your baby. But the question is, should we force other people to feel uncomfortable just so that we can prove a point about the benefits of breastfeeding. And I said, no, we shouldn't do that. The goal of nursing is to nourish our babies and bond with them. But often it seems like women are looking to pick a fight and force others to see what they don't wanna see. And so I said, yes, breastfeeding is natural, but there are lots of other things that we do in private out of respect for other people. And so I ended my post by saying that we should be considerate toward everyone, even when breastfeeding. And I said, "What, what do you say, sweet moms? Oh my goodness, you guys. I could not have imagined in my wildest dreams uh, the backlash. And it, and and to be fair, it was from like probably 0.01% of the women on my page who also brought their uh, uh, feminist breastfeeding, um, I don't know what we are, warriors for breastfeeding, I don't know what we're doing. But I woke up in the morning to um, horrible images with my name tagged on them, people saying that I must feed my children uh, feces because that's also natural. And since I don't approve of natural things, I must be feeding my children poop. I mean, horrible, horrible things. And it was like I had uncovered, I'm back at the Women's March all over again, which is why I didn't go to the Women's March. And women, women of God, we have got to do better than this. Uh, my point was never to shame or or um, uh, say breastfeeding shouldn't happen or or we should be embarrassed of breastfeeding. That was never my point, and I I expected a, a degree of um, of backlash, but it really exposed what I think. And I'm here. I'm going to get to. Uh, I want to get to what I think the real problem is because we need to talk about it. I, a couple of women say, "Why would you even bring that up?" I bring it up because we've got to start talking. Um, in a way that brings life to the situation, that points God's people back to the Bible, because that's where we need to go. I uh, uh, And I'm going to address some of the arguments that were against me. But on the 15th of November, so last, uh, I don't know what that was, last Wednesday, I posted again. And I said, I woke up feeling a little bit depressed this morning. I, I, um, I woke up to several cruel images and tagged posts aimed squarely at me because I dared to suggest that women should be considerate of others even while nursing. Because I dared to challenge our right to do what we want, whenever we want, in front of whomever we want, no matter what they might want, I was unfriended, unfollowed, yelled at, mocked, and threatened, which I thought was a great segue from last week's uh, podcast about what our attitude is. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is really challenging. This is challenging me. Um, not to just, you know, dig dig some sort of a shelter for myself and uh, go curl up in a fetal position and rock it out, you know, um, because I suggested that we be considerate of others. So I suggested it, but the Apostle Paul, and this is what I want you to hear, the Apostle Paul was more direct than me about the preciousness of others. He said that being considerate of others was not optional. 
In Philippians 2, verse 3, he said, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourself. Do nothing from selfishness. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Zero. Just say no to selfishness for any reason. And then I went on to say, what a world we're living in. I mean, it really was hurtful for you guys. I mean, I know I podcast and, uh, you know, tens of thousands of people download the podcast, but at the end of the day, I'm just a person and it, it hurtful to have someone accuse me of the, you know, I had people uh, threaten me with litigation, tell me that they're going to turn me into the federal government. Uh, and I'm, anyway, it was stunning. Uh, it's been so long, but still I wonder, when did we stop being able to have conversations without name calling? and lobbing insults at each other and threats through our nicely insulated computer screens. So rather than keep reading all of my notifications and the private messages, I opened my Bible and I cried out to the Lord to remind me, what is my role in this crazy upside down world? And this is it. And I'm going to try to do this without crying. Uh, speak the truth in love. That's what we're called to do. And you know what else, you guys? It's not just my responsibility to speak the truth in love. It's your responsibility also. The speaking the truth in love thing that we're called to do is actually every single one of ours responsibility. It's the truth in love. It's not an option for the believer. And we will stop being tossed and blown by every wind of new teaching, which is what we are warned about in the Bible. When we read God's word daily, seek his face in humility and with a sense of urgency. And let me tell you, things are urgent for the church right now. God has granted us some more time to openly share the gospel and to not hide our light under a, bush, under a bushel and be kind and consider and be the fragrance of Christ. And I just want to encourage you, don't stay silent. But just so you know, in your lack of silence, you will be shamed and cursed and rejected. But that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what does matter is becoming more like Christ. What does matter is loving our neighbor enough to tell the truth. And that's what we're called to do. So if you're unsure of your role, as a follower of Jesus, I'm just going to let the Apostle Paul remind you. In Ephesians 4, verses 11 to 16, he said, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. And instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing in love. So I just want to say, when, when, when we have, uh, and I think social media has emboldened people to say things that they would never have otherwise said to someone else's, uh, someone else's face, right? Because it's such a safe, a safe thing to do. And of course, women have the right to breastfeed in public. And I would never say otherwise. I breastfed my babies on airplanes, at the mall. I breastfed them at church. I breastfed them on the bus, for goodness sake. Um, I breastfed them on public transportation and at McDonald's. I'm not saying don't breastfeed your babies in public. I'm talking to the 0.01% of women who don't care at all 
about the preciousness of others and would fully expose themselves and not care that it was making other people feel uncomfortable. I'm saying don't make other people feel uncomfortable. And just that, just that idea that a woman would care more about herself. And I heard people say, this is not about um, that. This is about feeding a poor, helpless baby. Okay, you guys, can we? No, it isn't. Okay, you can feed your poor, helpless baby in your car if you need to. You can feed your poor, helpless baby anywhere. This is not about letting your baby starve to death. When did we stop listening to each other? This is not about breastfeeding in public. This is about, hey, can we be considerate? And why aren't we considerate of the business owner who has, who has put his blood, sweat, and tears into building a business or her business, um, and that she may have you know 50 people on the showroom floor, and one mother, one inconsiderate mother comes in and allows her baby or her child just to come up and take a drink whenever she wants to and doesn't cover up, but you make the rest of the people in the room feel uncomfortable. Why don't we care about those people? Why we just care about our own rights? This is what is perplexing to me um, because I'm saying we should care for everyone. Let's care for the child and care for the mother and care for everyone that's around us. And, uh, you know, some people said, well, in, in indigenous countries, you know, breastfeeding is completely, you know, women just breastfeed in the open. They breastfeed. Yes, they do. But, but I'm not podcasting to you today from an indigenous country. I'm podcasting to you today from the United States of America in Western culture where that just isn't the norm. And so it's okay that it's not the norm. There are lots of things in our culture that are that would be considered um, weird and unusual in other cultures. That's part of um, studying culture, right, is to understand that. So uh, to me, this has nothing to do uh, with breastfeeding. It's just that the topic at hand was breastfeeding. And I, you know, someone said to me, um, I had, I mean, telling you, I, yeah, I mean, I, I try really hard not to be, you know, to kind of put on my, I don't know what you call it, my Teflon suit <laughs> when I'm talking to uh, the public sometimes. Um, but someone said, you know, I asked for opinions and if I only wanted the opinions that matches mine, um, I shouldn't have asked the question. And I just want to say, I'm not bothered by opinions that don't match mine. I'm sad because my post was twisted and used to uh, bring out the breastfeeding bullies. And that was never my intent. The conversation was about being considerate and thoughtful of others. And it needs to be a conversation that we have. But unfortunately, in the climate in which we live, that's nearly impossible. And that is truly sad. There was a time when we could disagree without threatening lawsuits. And uh, I think it's sad. And I and and to me, the respectful conversation, I mean, we need to be encouraging breastfeeding moms. And I understand that breastfeeding can be lonely. And I understand that a mom who is struggling to feed her child and is trying to watch her two-year-old and her four-year-old in uh, the play park at McDonald's is frustrated. And motherhood is sometimes a frustrating thing. Having nursed seven babies in pretty much every um, every situation that a mother can possibly be in, I understand that. And so, yeah, I mean, I think we should be encouraging moms. Here's a good idea. I was talking, I'm actually leading a MomStrong Bible study. I've been uh, privileged to have a little group uh, that's meeting here in my neck of the woods that I get to be with on Wednesday mornings. And we were talking about ways that we can extend grace to other moms. And I said, hey, how many of you have been in the, in the grocery store when your toddler decides to have a meltdown and you got a baby strapped to you and your ice cream is melting and the people around you in the store are glaring at you. This is something I wrote about in the book because I have been that mom. I said, wouldn't it be something if we all carried around little $5, you know, gift cards to uh, our local coffee shop, whether that's, you know, Starbucks or whatever your favorite local coffee shop is. And we saw that mom struggling and we went up to her and we said, you are doing 
awesome. And here is a $5 gift card to Starbucks. So when you when you make it out of here, and maybe you try to help her out of the grocery store if she needs help or whatever, but when you make it out of here, swing through the coffee shop, get yourself a mocha with extra whip and sprinkles, and just know you're going to get through this. There are lots of ways that we can encourage other mothers around us, but I think one of the things that we need to be doing is encouraging mothers to be examples to the men around them, to the children around them, to other mothers around them of some sense of of um, consideration, not some sense, a full consideration of everyone around us. I think the culture can only benefit from that. We can only benefit from that kind of a, uh, of a discussion. So I just want to encourage you, uh, and someone wrote to me and she said, Heidi, you're dealing with uh, the nasty women generation. And, uh, you know, these are the, these are the, and I talked about this on the podcast, you know, I, that, that women's march was horrifying to me. They did not represent me. I'm not going to walk around with a vajayjay hat on my head and stick maxi pads on the walls in Washington, D.C. to make a point about my femininity. What is wrong? with this culture, I'll tell you what's wrong. We've walked away from the Lord and we're not listening to the Holy Spirit because those of us who listen to the Holy Spirit, and this is happening even in the church, uh, we should be able to have this conversation. It should be um, important to us, the thoughts and feelings of others. I'm going to end the podcast today by just uh, telling you, I would sing it for you, except my voice isn't quite totally back yet. Uh, But my grandmother used to sing a song to me when I was little and it's called Joy. So I'm going to teach it to you, and maybe you can teach it to your children. But this is how I grew up. Um, the song goes, you can probably look it up on the internet, I bet you. But it goes, Jesus and others in you. What a wonderful way to spell joy. Jesus and others in you in the heart of each girl and each boy. J is for Jesus, for he takes first place. O is for others we meet face to face. Y is for you, and whatever you do, put others first and spell joy. What would happen, women, if that's what we did? If we put other people first, if we said, you know what, I do have every right to to offend somebody. I have every right to um, to do whatever it is I want to do whenever I want in front of whomever I want for whatever reason, because I can I can sue you. And I just don't think it, it's pleasing to God. And certainly it's not helping us in the culture. So moms, I want you to be encouraged. Breastfeed moms especially, you are loved and I love you. And I, I love breastfeeding. And I hope my daughter breastfeeds all of her babies. And it's a wonderful thing. But I think the issue is larger than that. And I just want to encourage us, can we be the fragrance of Christ? Can we be ladylike? Can we be feminine and be... um and draw people in to the beauty that is femininity, to the beauty that is pregnancy, to the beauty that is breastfeeding without bullying other people. I think we can. I know we can because of the power of Christ in us. So that's my mailbox Monday for today. I hope you guys, um, I hope you hear my heart and I hope that you're encouraged. I hope you encourage other women. We need to be doing that. Moms need encouragement, but we need the right kind of encouragement. We need to be encouraging moms around us. toward a place of being beautiful in every area of our lives. And sometimes that's difficult and certainly in the culture today. So a bunch of you emailed me and I appreciated your encouragement and I appreciate um, you listening uh, to the podcast. We are working on some really special things for Christmas. Um, as somebody sent me a, a really fun idea the other day. She said, you should do I'm Dreaming of a Mom Strong Christmas. And so that is what we're getting ready for you guys. We've got some really fun bundles that we're gonna be putting up with some really great deals on uh, Monday, next Monday, uh, the 27th. Those will go on sale for um, 
Cyber Monday. So we're super excited about that. And uh, I think you guys are going to be excited if you're looking to get a ticket for a MomStrong conference in 2018. This is the day to do it on the 27th. So uh, almost everything on my site will be on sale. But uh, more than that, we're going to be bundling stuff. So you can send that link to your husband. Say, hey, wink, wink. This might be a great Christmas present. Um, You can get a necklace and a ticket in a combination. You can get um, a book bundle. We're doing all kinds of fun things over at um, HeidiStJohn.com on Monday, the the twenty uh, seventh. Also, want to remind you that our scripture writing is still in full uh, in full gear for the month of November. We're talking about what it means to be thankful. And speaking of being thankful, um, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving week. This is my favorite week of the year. I love it more than Christmas uh, because, like I told you, it's all of the wonderful um, opportunities for us to be thankful for what we have, to invite other people into our home, and in fact. We've got, I'm looking at my husband, we've got, oh my goodness, like 46 people coming over here for Thanksgiving. So our house is going to be full to overflowing, including my nephew, Bobby. And so really excited. We've got a lot to be thankful for over here in our home. Um, We're building a wheelchair ramp this week so that Bobby can come and join us for Thanksgiving. And we have a lot to be thankful for, as I know you do too. So um, be thankful with me this holiday season as we enter into such a precious time of giving thanks to the Lord. And I am just excited to hear from you. If you've got a podcast idea, email me, podcast at thebusymom.com, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.